0: On today's episode of Locked Lightning, we'll be discussing more of the game one loss, uh, how that could trickle in and make things a little hairy for the Lightning in game two, and what that means for the rest of the series. As well as we will preview game two on today's episode of Locked Lightning. Please give us a follow at lo underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as. Locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow at Danky Dank D E N K Y D N 8 K on Twitter. Remember to tune in to the Locked On NHL podcast, a weekly pod, a uh, daily podcast uh, following all the news around the NHL. Join me and Chris Masili, a uh, host of Locked On Avalanche on Thursdays where we break it all down. We have a what-if segment coming out soon. Uh, Tune into all that, please, and more. Time to start it up. network i'm your host adam danker what's up everybody happy game day on today's episode of course we'll be discussing kind of or rather continuing the conversation we had on the last episode yesterday's episode if you haven't listened to that please go ahead and check that out before game time uh yesterday we kind of broke it down loosely as we've been doing as of late i think that's the format i like to stick to from Now on, I think, going forward, just because, you know, I I think that the period-by-period, play-by-play almost breakdown kind of gets tedious and maybe not as entertaining for some of you over, you know, the course of an episode. Obviously, if a game is crazy and chaotic, as, as we all know hockey games tend to be, especially in the NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, Then, of course, we will do that when it is needed or on certain sequences, of course. Um, But, yeah, so just to kind of continue the conversation that we were having, the one-sided one. (laughs) Yesterday, I was kind of listing all the things that the Lightning needed to do, all the things that they weren't doing, uh, most notably... And some of you reached out to me afterwards. And I, as always, appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to give us feedback. Uh, Reach out to me personally, of course. As well as just reach out to the show in general. Um, If you haven't done so already, go ahead and do that. And throw us mailbag questions. Love hearing from you guys. Love hearing the mailbag questions. Especially around playoff time. So, and it will 100% be answered on the show. So, just, you know. Message us, tell us who you are Where you're from uh, And your question, pretty simple, pretty standard Um, Yeah So Yesterday I kind of went in depth About how the Lightning Fell into their old ways The Lightning turned over the puck Lightning Heavily relied on Andre Vasilevsky to bail them out of the game Or to win the game For them And that's never a good recipe for Lightning. When they are consciously. And I'm not saying they were. But everything that happened. Or transpired in game one. Indicated to me at least. That that's what they were doing. Subconsciously at least. Was. After. You know. when we've seen this from. Multiple times. from From games. Last season. This season. Where. And. The Lightning don't jump out to the lead first, especially in the first period. The 1st five ten minutes of the game don't go as well as they would have liked it to. And once they realize that the other team is ready... Came to play and is ready to go right away as a team like the Islanders do. Who are... The Islanders are one of the most prepared teams that I have seen the Lightning play over the past year. Whether it's regular season or playoffs, they have been, you know, every time the Lightning have played the Islanders, that's the one thing I have to give the Islanders credit for other than the fact they play fantastic defense, which we saw in last year's playoff series as well as this year's in game one. The Lightning tend to kind of sit back instead of, you know, take the initiative. They kind of somewhat sit back, play conservative, and just wait for things to happen instead of going out there and being go-getters. And that's where they run into trouble. And that's where the workload heavily falls on 88. And you're probably saying to yourself, some of you at least, that, you know, what's the problem with that? He's the best goaltender in the world, and without a doubt, he is. I mean, there's, he's a, he's going to win the Vezina Trophy. There's, there's no doubt in my mind um, or any reason as to why anybody else should be more deserving of that award. But what it comes down to is that that can't happen. Now, playoff hockey does heavily revolve around how your goaltender is playing. We've seen it in the last two goal in the last two playoff series excuse me between Florida and Carolina we saw it last season we've seen in other playoff series throughout this Stanley Cup playoffs Uh, most notably we saw it uh, not to not to kind of put the extra nail in the coffin on my locked on NHL co-host Chris but we saw it in that Avalanche series Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury was was the guy I mean they do also have Robin Leonard Waiting in the wings for Vegas if need be. But really, Marc-Andre Fleur is the guy there. And that's what the Avalanche are lacking. And the Lightning don't have that issue. But when you don't score... Especially when you're one of the highest scoring teams in the NHL... Over the past six years. And you've proven throughout this whole entire... It's not like you know the Lightning have been struggling to score throughout this entire playoff run that's not what's going on here uh, the issue is is that they're, they're not scoring enough or they're not scoring when they need to and that's where the Lightning run into trouble you know the Lightning have, have scored 39 goals in 12 games so that's what shows that's what shows you how well they've been playing and on the other hand of that the other issue and I, I kind of I wanted to save this just because um, we didn't get to fit in on yesterday's show and this is a whole other bag that we need to unpack is that if you look if you're following along um, on hockey reference every pl- every forward on this team has scored except for Matthew Joseph, who's only played two games, but I mean, I mean, can't really fault him. He's only had about nine minutes and two games of, you know, nine minutes of ice time in two games. So, but none of the, none of the defensemen on this team have scored a goal. None of them. And they have about 23, 23 points total can't have that you can't have that that that's that's inexcusable that's that's borderline detrimental almost if you want to say to to the long-term success of this team can't be having that and I know Victor Hedman is banged up and I know Ryan McDonough isn't exactly a goal machine and I know Mikhail Sergachev is kind of still trying to get in the groove of things and then you got John Ruda and David Savard who are not really here to score. As well as Luke Shen. Luke Shen's more of a big body guy presence. But we need to see more. The Lightning need to have more production for from their blue liners. Or they won't win this playoff series. They won't. You know, that you need... The same thing happens in finance. The same thing, you know, you need to diversify the portfolio, and the Lightning need to diversify their portfolio, their scoring portfolio. Can't be having the same three, four, five guys coming out on a nightly basis with the responsibility of them to win games for this Tampa team. Because if you have that, it's not going to work, especially with the way this Islanders team plays on the defensive side of things. Guys need to be better. Guys need to be better. And that's what it comes down to. All right, we'll discuss more of that as well as preview tonight's game in just a little bit. First, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts. Tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. Best of all, the prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on, and they're hatted to hear about us, box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com All right, and we are back continuing the conversation, I guess, as well as previewing uh tonight's game, game 2. Yeah, the the lightning defensemen, you know, majority's guys, they're not on this team's score, but you got to you got to put one in once in a while. Especially Victor Hedman you know, who seems like he's starting to come along. He's almost averaging a point per game. I mean, his plus minus is terrible, but that's, a, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. Um, minus six, in case you were wondering. Would like to see some Ryan McDonough scoring, just because we know he could do it. We've seen it before. He's gone on these these little streaks where he gets hot and he'll score a goal and notch a point here and there seeing a ton of production from the forwards from the four lines. I mean, you look, you look at the numbers, the numbers don't lie. The, you know, we live in a world right now and I hate to say this and this is no knock towards him. We live in a world right now where Pat Maroon has more goals than Victor Hedman. Now, some some Lightning fans might not think of that as a big deal. Um, it it is, especially with the way that Headman has been playing over the last year. Uh, his his offense has really gone to another level since last year's playoff run, and that's not going to help anybody on this team if once you come into the playoffs that you're solely contributing. To the team's production with only assist now yes that that's still a very positive thing to take away but at the end of the day the this lightning team needs more from him they need more from from Mikhail sergachev as well who only has two points throughout this entire playoff run need to see Mikhail sergachev take more shots you know and and you know i've I've spoken many times on this show how Firing shots through traffic mindlessly without really any intent of what you want to do with it just for the sake of putting the numbers up doesn't help. Yes. But in this situation, I'm willing to look the other way just because of the numbers aren't lying. The numbers are speaking for themselves and the Lightning's blue liners need to score goals. Especially those top two. And... I, because just of the way, if you look at just the other forwards on this team, yes, Kucherov, Point, Stamkos, uh, Kalorn, who you know I have absolutely killed throughout this entire season, how he's not has been as productive for this team as we would like to have seen him. You know, Alex Kalorn still, though, six goals, 13 points throughout this entire playoff run. Still pretty impressive. More goals than Nikita Kucherov, mind you. Uh, Braden Point leading the way, obviously, with nine goals. But need to see more out of you know the defensemen. Now, on the other side of that, forwards. Yanni Gord, need to see him get going. Blake Coleman, need to him, get him going. Tyler Johnson, haven't seen him s- since last season. Tyler Johnson, I mean, I'm not going to sit here. This isn't going to be the locked-on rag on Tyler Johnson show. I'm not going to do that. I get it. The guy is clearly going through something on the ice right now. So I'm not going to sit here and just continuously dump on him. But when you have guys like Tyler Johnson, when you have guys like Blake Coleman, even Yanni Gord, who are struggling right now, clearly need to get, you need to get goals out of your blue liners. That's what it comes down to. And you can't sit here with a straight face and look at me and say that, Vasilevsky could pick up the slack because you're basically saying to me that you're going to live with a handful of forwards producing, putting pucks in the back of the net in an ideal world, yes, I mean that would be great as long as the Lightning are winning, I don't care but they're not, especially against a defensive oriented team that exploits these kind of situations That the, as the Islanders do we need to see more production Kyle Sergachev needs to get it together. 100%. Um, In this game, too, I really expect, you know, forwards to keep doing what they're doing. But can't have the brunt of the responsibility rely solely on 88 to kind of keep you in games. Because that's not going to work. Because the Islanders are going to continue. They have enough offense now. This isn't last year's Islanders team where... They sit there, weary out, and then capitalize on their mistakes. Yes, they do. But they could also beat you with scoring in terms of they have those scores now. They didn't have that last year. Matt Barzell has taken a step this year. You have other guys on this team as well that have been able to, to produce offensively. So the Lightning need to figure it out because you don't want to go back to Long Island down 2 nothing. We said that on yesterday's show. The last thing you want to do is go into the Nassau Coliseum down to nothing and expect to to keep yourself in the series. Because let's face it, I you know regardless of the Lightning win tonight, which I fully expect them to do, which is a whole other thing within itself. We'll get to that in just a minute. But I don't expect the Lightning right now unless they just completely blow the doors off the building in tonight's game, and then can carry that over into Game 3, I don't see them winning Games 3 and 4. I see them at least splitting one of those games. But, I would be surprised, considering how hostile that environment's going to be, that they're going to be able to pull that off. If they do, then, you know what? I've been saying on this show for the past couple weeks how good the Lightning are, and that, you know, I fully believe that they still have the chance which they do I mean they've lost one game in this series it's one game and I'm not worried but just to kind of play devil's advocate you know I don't I don't expect them you know the expectations for them to sweep at Long Island in Long Island in the Coliseum are very low, which makes tonight's game and and I kind of I guess alluded to it or hinted at it for today's episode this morning when I tweeted it. Tonight is a must-win game for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think it's probably the most important game of the series thus far, obviously. I mean, that's that statement is not exactly, you know, out there in terms of deep-dive knowledge. I think everybody could agree. But, you know, if, you, if, if we're going to look back at this series... If the Lightning do go on to win, which, you know, like I said, let's let's not be freaking out right now. It's only one game. If they win tonight and they go on to win the series, we're going to look at game two as probably the defining moment in the series. Because we're talking about, you know, I don't think a lot of Lightning fans realize how hostile the Nassau Coliseum is or has been throughout this entire playoff run for the, for the New York Islanders. You know, it, they've thrived there. They've have they have lost games there, but it's still a very, very intense environment for a road team, and, and a very daunting task to ask of your team to go into that environment and win a hockey game there, especially two in a row. Which, yes, the Lightning, if they're if they're clicking on all cylinders, if they play if they play the way they played against the Carolina Hurricanes, and if they play the way they especially played against the Florida Panthers. Against the New York islanders they I could fully expect them to do that, but I'm not going to sit here and guarantee it. you know I've made some pretty crazy or almost borderline outlandish predictions on this show, but I'm not going to sit here and predict that the lightning are going to be able to win games three and four, especially if they lose game two tonight so now, as for what happened, kind of just put a bow on the whole thoughts uh, conversation for game one to kind of put your your minds at ease if you're still sitting there freaking out about what happened in game one Uh, because let's face it the lightning did not play well they weren't able to adjust they weren't able to get in the the groove of things and a large part of that has to do with the way the islanders play physical the way they're able to pressure the puck handlers the way their forecheck is able to meet the defensemen and skate up on them as fast as they do. Uh, Jan Ruda got absolutely demolished, borderline embarrassed by Matt Barzell in the breakaway. Um, Their whole scheme is to disrupt your scheme, your style. Now this is going to be interesting topic of conversation that, you know, a lot of NHL pundits are going to have throughout this series is, you know, what wins out ultimately, and you know we could look out uh from last series last playoffs between these two teams and this series you know which is better good defense or good offense and that's what this is it's a it's a it's a battle of good defense a good offense. The only difference is that the islanders could score they could score a bit <laughs> um you know last year they played a, a style very similar. What we see the Dallas Stars uh, throw out, and that is basically wear you down throughout the entire game, wait for you to make the mistake, and then that's when they strike. Whereas the Islanders, they they take it to you as well. We we didn't see as many uh, long cross size passes last playoffs as we did in this game one. And that's going to be interesting to see how the Lightning adjusts to that. And I'd be curious just to see how John Cooper, what he did in yesterday's practice, which was, mind you, optional, um, how he's going to be able to have his team adjust to that. Now, the other thing that needs to happen is, and this kind of, I, I guess, alludes to a storyline that happened in the Bruins Islander series where Bruins head coach, Bruce Cassidy, basically said that, you know, he was criticizing the officials in the league over the lack of penalties that were called in favor for the Bruins and tried to make fun of the Islanders calling them the the New York Saints, which is probably one of the weakest things you could ever say on air, especially when you're trying to be petty. Now, that did not go unnoticed, though, in game one. I mean, it's been very well documented on this show Uh that the Lightning just they just don't they don't draw penalties. They're not able to draw penalties at as high of a frequency as as other teams do. Part of that has to do with the fact that the Lightning also, you know, if if they're involved in the game, you know, they also do take a lot of penalties. They did not give up a power play goal in the last game. They did score one, but I find it hard to believe that. One team could draw three, four penalties in a game, and then the Lightning draw so little. Um, you know, some people chalk it up. It, 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 some people chalk it up to the fact that the the Lightning are just a bad disciplined team. I like to chalk it up to the fact that you know maybe I'm not. I'm not saying there's there's any wrongdoing by the officials, but the the officials tend to swallow their whistle on a lot of calls and uh that could go the the Lightning's way and I would like to maybe see that change uh we we are now in the semifinals of the playoffs so I don't expect that to change but you never know maybe the Lightning could uh instigate a couple of penalties to where um they could lure lure uh, the New York Islanders into you know some some stupid situations where they could take dumb penalties and the lightning obviously need to they also they, they, they need to capitalize on that. Um, so really that's what it comes down to. So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit, but first let's talk about another one of today's sponsors and that is betonline.ag. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. And you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next puck drop, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Well, the Lightning are already in the middle of their runs for the playoffs. I guess as teams, other teams, prep for their off season. Head to the website right now or on your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use the promo code Locked On. That's a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit when you f- sign up when you use the promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts all right, so just to kind of wrap things up on today's show now obviously you know nobody should be freaking out nobody and and I completely you know say that sincerely the lightning are Still, I think very much in this series, you know, as much as I've emphasized throughout this entire show, as well as yesterday's episode, that the Lightning need to win tonight because you don't want to go back down two games to none uh, in New York. The Lightning should expect them to be going into this game playing free and and comfortable. Uh, They need to get things going in the first five minutes. We can't have another game or another start like we saw in game one. We can't have that. They can't have that um lightning need to continue to play well on the penalty kill right now they're at pretty much eighty eighty percent if you want to round it up on the on the pk on the power play uh one of the best in the league obviously uh one of the best in the playoffs as well uh forty two point one percent uh hopefully they could draw some penalties tonight hopefully more than two and uh net some power play goals like and uh would like to see more Uh, contributions from the bottom bottom six as well as defensemen you need to score that's just what it comes down to would like to see Victor Hedman get going tonight would like to see Ryan McDonough get going tonight Um, you know I think that Coach Cooper is going to have this team play a little bit more aggressive tonight that means playing the defensemen up so they could get a little bit more opportunities uh, to score a little bit more in close Pepper the crap out of Semyon Varlamov. Don't let him settle in early on because he is, make no mistake about it, he's a very good goaltender. And uh, you definitely don't want to get him um, going. So definitely, and, and make him work for it because we saw too many shots right in his chest, right in his pads. Make him work for it. Um, don't wait till the last minute of the third period to, to score because that by then the game's basically over regardless of how big the depth big or small the deficit is uh once again i humbly ask you to go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast follow us wherever podcasts are distributed that means itunes spotify uh google podcast google play uh anywhere odyssey which used to be radio.com so if you listen us to on there uh go ahead and give us a like and review five stars all that stuff would really help would really helps the show, and go ahead and follow us on social media at lo underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow at danky dank d e n k d eight n k on Twitter. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to recap tonight's hopeful win uh, in Game Two for the Lightning. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next time